0: But what if you're like I am and you don't particularly like to make tables? They're not exactly exact, are they? Your calculator makes it easier than, say, my Excel spreadsheet did in making the table that I just showed you previously. The calculator makes it easier, but it's still not exact. So can we use some calculus? Can we use some algebra? Can we find a function that behaves very similar to h of x when I'm near but not necessarily equal to x equals 2? Is there a function that has the same y values when my x values are near 2 that actually has a y value I could even find when x is 2? I'll show you what I mean in a second. Graph f of x equals x plus 10 on your calculator and see what happens. All right, so I'm going to go to my calculator and I'm going to graph y equals x plus 10. Enter. And just to be sure, I'm going to turn off the previous H of X. I'll show you. I've taken the check mark away from Y1 by clicking F4 and I've got X plus 10 that I'm gonna graph. I'm gonna leave the window the way it is. It looks like the same line, doesn't it? Just to be sure, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna turn on that formula for Y1 again and I'm gonna graph now. I knew it fit in the window before So I know it should be there, but unless they're just a tiny little bit away from each other, it looks like they have the same graph, doesn't it? Let's check the math value because we knew that we didn't have a y-coordinate when x was equal to 2. If I go to math value, x equals 2, enter. Notice I still have y-coordinate blank. And this little one up here means graph one. The first formula was the one with the x minus 2 over x minus 2. So the the first thing we graphed. If I click the down arrow right now, down blue, now it gives me a cursor and says when x is 2, y is 12. So what I've done is I've graphed two different functions that look identical everywhere except when x equals 2. When x equals 2, the first function is not defined, but the second function is. So the second function will tell me the y value that the values on the first function are approaching as x gets closer and closer to 2. Because for the line y equals x plus 10, when x is 2, y is 12. And the line y equals x plus 10 looks like it's identical to that more complicated function, h of x, everywhere except when x is 2. Now, how do I know for sure that they're identical? Maybe I should look at each of their points individually. If I look at different points x, y on each graph, if they're identical everywhere except at x equals 2, that's a clue, right? And then we'll look at it analytically. We'll look at the formula. Green diamond table. Notice, now I've got two functions, y1 and y2. When x is 1.998, it saved my format for the table from before. I'm using a delta table of 0.001. When x is a little less than 2, notice I've got identical y values here and here, 11.998 and 11.998. At 1.999, the two y values for h of x and the line x plus 10 are both the same. The only place where they don't have the same y values are at x equals 2. And then looking down here, 2.001, 12.001, 12.001. So you can scroll down as long as you want just to make sure. But for all x except x equals 2, it looks like these functions are the same function. Now, they're not the same function at x equals 2. So they're two different functions. But all I want to know is what y values, what height, was Newton getting close to when he was getting close to two feet away from the edge? And that height, according to the line, is twelve. So to give a name to that y value that the graph approaches as x approaches two, we're going to call it a limit. We define a limit to be the value that the output of h of x approaches as x approaches but doesn't necessarily reach 2. Then we can find that limit by using f of 2 since, that, since the functions were identical everywhere except at x equals 2. Now, f of 2 is my x plus 10 function. So since f of x, x plus 10, was the same as the rational function, x plus 10 times x minus 2 over x minus 2, they're identical everywhere except right at x equals 2. So that means if I find out what f of 2 is, that'll tell me the y value that h of x was approaching as x approached 2 i.e., for values of x infinitesimally close to 2, that means very, 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 very close to 2 and getting closer every time, the outputs of f of x and h of x will be the same. And I made a nicer table to read than your calculator. Here's x. y1 on your calculator is this formula. y2 on your calculator, f of x, was x plus 10. And for values of x getting closer and closer to 2, you can see that the y values for each of these functions are not only the same, but are both approaching the value 12. So since f of x equaled x plus 10 equaled 12 when x was 2, then the limit of the function h of x as x approaches 2 is also said to be 12. Let me show you why that is algebraically. Suppose x equals 3. 3 minus 2 is 1, right? And 3 minus 2 in the denominator is 1. What's 1 over 1? Just 1 again, isn't it? So you just have x plus 10 times 1, which is the same as x plus 10. What if x is 5? 5 minus 2 is 3. 5 minus 2 is 3. 3 over 3 is 1. 1 times x plus 10 is just x plus 10 again. What if x is 1.9? 1. 1. 1.9 minus 2 is negative 0. .1 minus 2, negative 0.1. Negative 0.1 over negative 0.1 is 1. So again, you just have 1 times x plus 10. So 1 is the only time you can't just cancel x minus 2 over x minus 2. You can't cancel if you have 0 over 0, can you? 0 over 0 is not necessarily equal to 1. I'm not going to prove it now, but it's actually true that 0 over 0 can actually equal anything you want it to be. And that's why we call it indeterminate it's impossible to determine that it's equal to one. It could also be equal to negative a billion. So zero over zero is indeterminate. So we cannot just cancel x minus two over x minus two unless we can say that x is not going to equal two. When x doesn't equal two, then x minus two over x minus two is equal to one. And so I would be fine in just ignoring That part of the function x minus 2 over x minus 2 is 1 times x plus 10 so we want to say x is not equal to 2 but if x were incredibly close to 2 then h of x would be incredibly close to whatever x plus 10 is what is incredibly close well that's what we use a limit for The y value that h of x is approaching as x approaches 2, but doesn't necessarily equal 2 because we don't want this 0 problem, the y value it's approaching is just determined by taking x plus 10 and plugging in 2. So that's why we want to call it a limit instead of an actual value of the function. The limit is the y value that the function is approaching as x approaches 2. So since x is just a little bit away from 2, I can cancel the 2x minus 2's in my head and to say 2 plus 10 is 12. So here's some notation to make it more clear. I told you when we looked at the graph that h of x, this big function here, the messy rational function, is not the same as f of x, x plus 10. Unless you're looking when x is not equal to 2. So we can actually say since a limit is a value that the function approaches when x gets close to 2 but not necessarily equal, I can say that the limit of this function, h of x, is equal to the limit of f of x. The y values that they're approaching are the same as x approaches 2. So the limit as x approaches 2, this is how I write it. Limit as x approaches 2 of h of x is the same as the limit as x approaches 2 of x plus 10, f of x. And how do you find out what that is? We do something called direct substitution. Since the function y equals x plus 10 is defined at x equals 2, And we noticed that the y values existed on both sides of x equals 2. I used 1.99 and 2.001. That'll be important later. Because from values a little less than 2 and values a little more than 2, my y value is just x plus 10. That means I can plug in 2 for x and get 2 plus 10 is 12. And so we've already talked about x minus 2 over x minus 2 is not necessarily 1, right? It's only equal to 1 when x is not equal to 2. If x is equal to, it's 0 over 0, which is called indeterminate. And we cannot necessarily assume that's equal to 1. Since x is near 2 with a limit but not equal to 2, x minus 2 is near 0 but not equal to 0. And therefore, Zeno's idea of getting closer and closer and closer without actually getting there is going to help us in real life in our calculus class. So if Newton went two feet away from the edge of the house, he would fall 12 feet. Now, some of you are probably, maybe all of you are probably saying, well, we could see that from the graph at the very beginning of this entire lesson. But first of all, you needed a graph. Second of all, a graph is not necessarily accurate, is it? this I happen to pick an easy graph I, I made up an easy graph so that it would make sense intuitively and al- analytically and algebraically but in real life it doesn't always work that way does it so we need to have something that will always work and the thing that will always work let me go back this one more time the thing that will always work is to say okay I'm looking for the limit as x goes to 2 of this expression, since x is getting close to 2 but not necessarily equal, I can say that these two factors over each other are, are equal to 1. So my y values are just approaching this part, limit as x goes to 2 of x plus 10. And what you're going to be doing a lot of probably is writing it like this in factored form and saying limit as x goes to 2 means they're not necessarily equal. So I can just call this equal to 1 and rewrite my limit as something easier. Limit as x goes to 2, x plus 10. I'll plug in 2 for for x and I'll get my limit is 12. This plugging in right here of 2 for x, we're going to be calling direct substitution. You directly substitute 2 in for x with a function as simple as a linear function. Now, in this section, we're going to have to look at all the different ways you evaluate limits And sometimes direct substitution is is going to work and give us our limit right here of 12. Other times it's not going to work. For example, if we tried direct substitution here, we would get 0 over 0, which would be our clue that we have two of the same factor and we should cancel and then look at this part, x plus 10 only. And then direct substitution will work. Sometimes we're going to have to do something else with the function. We're not going to be able to just evaluate the limit by canceling. And you will see all of that in the future. So what I would like you to get from this is the idea of what a limit is. It's a y value that the function is approaching as x approaches some given value. And the way that we understand the limit is to take tinier and tinier little distances from that x value and see what our function is doing. So, Newton and Leibniz have discovered the idea of limits for us in real life, and they've also enabled us here to find out where a function is headed without necessarily evaluating the function at that point. And the way we did that was by using a function that was identical everywhere except at that point. That was the x plus 10 function. These limits are the foundation of calculus. They were used actually in defining the derivative, weren't they? The limit as h goes to 0 of f of x plus h minus f of x all over h, that enabled us to get the slope of the tangent line when we only had one point. And normally, we need two points for a line, don't we? So limits enabled us to evaluate a slope of a tangent line using a slope of a secant line nearby. Similarly, here I'm using a limit to evaluate to find a y value that the function is approaching when technically the function isn't even defined there now you can when the function is defined there it's very easy you just do direct substitution unless you have a special example and i'll show you a few of those but with any polynomial if you need to evaluate the limit you can just plug in the x value with rational functions you might have to you might get 0 over 0 or you might get non-zero over 0 and that comes up in a later section but With rational functions, if direct substitution works, then you're set. Then we're going to look at some more complicated functions. And so each time, we'll learn more and more tools for evaluating limits.